fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a goal. It's a warning. before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our review for Matt Reeves' The Batman. It's finally here. We are finally able to talk about the movie. I am joined by a lot of special guests. First things first, we have from Geekly Goods, Leo. Hello, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Excited to talk some Batman. Thanks for having me on, because... I've been wanting to talk about it, man. I can't wait, dude. Like, let's let's do it. I can't wait to discuss the movie. It's been so long. Uh, now we are also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Josie. Hello. Film posers, Josie. How are you? Hello. I am a guest, and I am indeed special. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice to have you on today for today's review. We're also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Patrick. Hello, my friend. Hey, I am so excited to talk about Batman. It's been in my DNA since I was a kid. And after seeing this movie, I, I think for every, I'll speak for everybody with this sound. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice to have you and your soundboard here, as as always, my friend. Lastly, we are joined by a friend of the podcast. We have Griffin. Hello, Griffin, how are you? Hello. Yes, this this is actually the review for uh, Vengeance, not the Batman. That's that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the Batman. It's Vengeance. Uh, yes. Listen, they said that they said that word a lot more than I thought they were gonna. He's say not Batman in this. He is Vengeance. <laughs> that is his name. He's referred to as Vengeance. So I will be referring. I mean, to it's Robert true. Pattinson. It's yeah. true. You're not wrong. This is an origin story. It is, yeah, and we have exactly. so much to get into about the movie i can't even believe that we're talking about this movie finally as far as like in review form i feel like when we bring it up it's either about news or a new trailer or a new tv spot or a new something i'm super excited to get into the review of the movie first we're going to get into some we're going to get into the bio of the film per from imdb we have when the riddler a sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in gotham Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and questions his family's involvement. It was directed by Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves, and it stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, Paul Dano as Edward Nashton. I like it. I like the name better. Um, as as the Riddler, and we have Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, and yeah, some other people. 
but I'll keep those as spoilers, so I won't say anything else. So, um, I am so so excited to get into the review of this movie. I will go around and get everyone's first initial thoughts. I will start with you, Leo. What did you think of the Batman? Oh man! So just <laughs> the first thing sitting down, I I had to ask myself: Is this real? Like, is this really happening right now? Feels like we've been waiting an eternity to get to the Batman, and I gotta say it delivered in the best ways at least for me i loved this movie from the score the cinematography the performances i think that everybody was cast very very well uh loved robert pattinson as the batman i mean seriously just embodied vengeance baby i thought it was such a good performance for where batman is in his heroism here and I really, really love Zoe Kravitz, man. Sometimes she stole the show. I mean, she was an excellent Catwoman. I thought she was great as Selena Kyle. She just embodied swagger and sleekness and just was amazing in all kinds of different ways. The cinematography is amazing. The action sequences are oh, just off the walls, man. The score, though... Ooh, I, I'm already going to say it. It's my favorite score of the year. There, nothing else can compare. It seriously matches up and lines up with everything in the movie. And this feels like a comic book Batman movie. I think there's this word of groundedness kind of going around. And while I do think it is grounded, it's not the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight felt very Nolan, but this feels very Batman. The setting of Gotham feels like it's part of the movie. It feels like it's an actual character. I love the detective thriller mystery aspect of this movie. And man, I can't wait to dive a little bit deeper, but I just got to say first impression, A. I, I'm a hard A and I love the movie. I can't wait for another another take. All right, who's going to follow that one? Uh let's go to you, Josie. What did you what are your thoughts on The Batman? It's just a solid film. It's it feels familiar, but it's also unlike anything we've seen before. I really think Matt Reeves brought his best, and he really showed up. A lot of his directors that have tried to tackle the character, um, <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. It just feels like a gothic adrenaline rush you don't want to end. The cinematography is spectacular, mm-hmm. and there are so many shots that immediately you'll see them, and you'll know they're from this film. And also just for me, the production design, I just, I I was drooling. I was like, look at all of this attention to detail. Look at everything. It just feels so real and so easy to just immerse yourself in this film. Yes, 100% agree with both you and Leo's uh, thoughts so far. Let's go to you, Patrick. How did you feel about the movie? Man, it's tough to, it's tough to go after both of you. Uh, I I think it's <laughs> it's honestly it really is an incredible film and an incredible uh, different iteration of this character that has been on our screens for you know roughly over two decades now. I think the cinematography the same goes for both of you. Uh, it's it's really incredible. It reminds me of the Tim Burton uh, backdrops that were painted back in the day that were beautiful. They, they've come to life and they've enhanced it in the way that it's its own character. I think the cinematography is great. Greg Frazier, I think is he's got to be nominated for this at the end. And same goes for. Uh, Michael Giacchino with the score. Like like everyone has said, I was on the freeway blasting Highway to the Anger Zone because I was just loving every minute of that scene that we that it's represented in. It's it, it's an incredible film. There's definitely some stuff that if you're a hardcore Batman fan, you're going to want to talk about and explore because they take different angles of certain ideas. But the realism is great. The detectivism is incredible, something you've never seen in any Batman film, but comic fans have been kind of clamoring for it. It it just works in ways that I didn't expect, and it paid off in ways that I didn't expect either. It, all in all, fantastic film. And lastly, Griffin, how would you feel about the movie? Yeah, I I mean, I'm, again, going to echo a lot of what you guys said. I thought it was great. Uh, really, really solid um, film. Um, I, I think Leo kind of hit it on the head when he's like, it's like a Batman comic book uh, brought to life because 
going into this, I think we all were sort of expecting like a really like dark, intense, like brooding, gritty mm-hmm. Batman movie, which I think this this film definitely is. But at least for me, and I think it took a little bit getting uh, used to and now reflecting upon it, I think it made the movie better. Um, it was way more comic booky than I thought it was going to be. No spoilers, Agreed. but like when we when we get into that third act, I mean that's like it's like a little bit removed from our reality but it's not too far uh over the top so it it, it really like worked in this beautiful sort of like crescendo at at um you know in in the climax and um yeah i think it it's really funny because batman has is a character who's been around for 80 years and he was originally created as the world's greatest detective and yet this is the first detective film we've gotten from uh or gotten for the character and so i think just like matt reeves really like flexed his his film knowledge like there's references to just like classic film noir like uh, the the dynamic between like bruce and catwoman kind of reminded me of like bogart and bacall a little bit and stuff like the big sleep uh or or just like some of the shots like feel like they're ripped out of like i, I don't know like the third man or something like that like there, there's and there's like so many callbacks to like classic films like the like the batmobile feels like it's christine and then it's like that that uh, that freaking uh, car chase, it, it's like ripped out of Steve McQueen and, and Bullet. And I'm just like, Matt Reeves is just on another level. And I think just like the filmmaking of this movie, like, yes, like this is what we deserve from our uh, uh, superhero films. Like, I wish every superhero movie could have like this care and attention to detail and just like craftsmanship put into them. Um but, you know, maybe it's a good thing that they don't because then it makes movies like The Batman that much more special. And so, yeah, I mean, like, and the other thing I'll say is, like, it's it's like a three-hour movie, but I never felt the length. Like, I was there for the winding journey the entire time. Like, I was invested in the characters. I think everyone is excellent in this film. Uh, I, I'm going to bring him up because no one's mentioned him yet, but Jeffrey Wright is an incredible Jim yes, Gordon. Yes, 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 he yes. Is, oh, absolutely. My God. bro. Like, yeah, like, like, dude, he is just he's the fucking man like i love him so much that was like inspired casting and and jeffrey wright uh you know just completely killed it and his dynamic with bruce that sort of like mm-hmm. partner uh buddy cop not buddy cop but that that sort of thing is is just well it's great <laughs> well i guess it's a dark <laughs> yeah. a dark buddy cop i guess we'll we'll, we'll yeah. say that yeah, but yeah but. also griffin is spitting <laughs> <laughs> just keep throwing all this film knowledge because you say it and i'm like yes 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 absolutely i i wish i could look i wish i could take credit for the christine thing but i did hear matt reeves like mention that once and then yeah. after i i heard like it was like i i heard him say that after i saw the film and i was like oh i'm not insane for thinking that the car was literally like christine from uh you know the, the Stephen King and at film first book. i was i was somebody who had like my trepidations about the car and I was like, Oh man, I kind of like the idea yeah. of the big kind of Batmobile. But then as like that first trailer, when you get that shot of the blue light, you know, kind of, yeah, it, I was like, okay, this car is one of the, it's one of the best Batmobiles. Like, you know, well, it is because yeah. it's like, it's it an extension of him, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> like it was like everything. It yeah, was exactly. Car. It. It was and awesome. they yeah. saved it for the best moment because that entire sequence was just, there was no chance for you to breathe. Mad yeah. Max yeah. in the rain. It was Mad Max in the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah. All right. So, listen, I, this is, okay. So, 2020, a terrible year, horrendous. But we have little gems to celebrate from 2020. And I mean little gems. I'm, I'm talking like two. Um, and one of them was the first Batman trailer. The first Batman trailer, I remember watching it. And I remember just being so, like, I was just such in a, in a state of just shock of how good the movies looked. And how you can make me, like, really, really care about Batman again. Because Spider-Man and Batman are my two favorite comic book characters. Um, Everyone in my family knows this. Everyone knows this. You know, they are my two favorite characters. So, you know, I like to see them get their due diligence on the big screen. And um, Batman, he's been one of those characters, like, since the Nolan films. It's like, 
We don't really know what to do with the Batman, which is a baffling kind of question. Um, you know, so he he's in BBS and then he's in some other things. But we got this announcement for this movie. I was super excited. Matt Reeves seems like a he seems like such a big, massive Batman fan. Um, then we got that newer trailer that came out a few months ago for the second DC fandom, and that one was like one of my favorite trailers of all time. Um, so going into this movie, sitting down and seeing the red logos start the movie, um, I I was like, "There's no way this is the movie. Something's gonna happen. I'm gonna like croak, and and, and you know, or like the theater's just gonna shut down or something right before it starts. Something's gonna happen." But it started, and I was just taken aback. I love this movie. Um, I'm so glad I do because you know when you when you when you're hyped for something for so long. You don't know if you're gonna have this had the same feeling coming out of the movie, um, and I absolutely loved it. I can't stop thinking about the movie. I'm glad I didn't review I didn't review it right after I saw it. I felt like I needed a few days to like to like think about it and just kind of see where my thoughts are. And my thoughts are very much positive. Um, of course, it's not a, it's not a perfect movie, but that's just that's just movies in general. Um, but it was just I absolutely loved it. I I don't know. This is what happens when you just when you're just able to just make a film and it doesn't have to tie into anything and it it can just breathe and the director can do what he wants to do and the director like clearly has the uh, the visual style and the visual flair that a lot of directors don't have. It was just so magnificent in so many ways. Uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman was like super cool as far as like the action scenes and just the. Um, the way this movie opens as far as setting him up to be as like this, like like everyone in Gotham is absolutely petrified of this figure and stuff. Oh, I, dude, I, he's, like I a for, love, he's like a force of nature. They like put I you in the shoes of the criminal. Like, he was like a sleep it. paralysis monster yeah. <laughs> standing in the shadows. <laughs> oh, man. Oh I, I, I love – they do something with Batman as far as like in the movie. I won't really just give it away, but there's something that's different. Um, that they do that hasn't been done in a lot of Batman movies. And I like that. Uh, the Batmobile, as we talked about, is just great. The scenes are great. There's a lot of, it's a long movie, but there's a lot of scenes that you can really sink your teeth in. And uh, one of my favorite, favorite parts of the movie was uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. I thought the Riddler in this movie was so good. I thought making the Riddler, when I heard that they wanted to go with the Riddler as the main villain, I was a little like, oh man, Riddler is just one of those villains where you either gotta have the actor be really, really campy and goofy and silly and dressed in green, or you're just gonna do something completely different with them. And they do something completely different with the character. We saw this from the trailers as far as like he, you know, it's like it's like a serial killer kind of thing, and and it's like all of his all of his like shenanigans are just, you know it's just masked with riddles and stuff like that, that you have to solve. And um, I, I loved all of it. So uh, I, I'll get you guys thoughts on any, on any of the other characters as far as, you know, besides Batman, I know, uh, Gr- I know Griffin mentioned, um, you know, Gordon and stuff like that. That was also really, really good. Jeffrey Wright and uh, Jeffrey Wright and Robert Pattinson had great chemistry together. Um, it was really nice to see. Also, Catwoman, you know, Catwoman and Batman also had really, really great chemistry. That's really important in a Batman film. So I'll start with you, Patrick, as far as like other characters throughout the movie. Oh, well, we could talk. It's funny because you're saying other characters, but that car, it was a character, right? It was. It, it was, was. It was great. Um, yes. <laughs> like, obviously, Robert Pattinson, I, I've equated him to the Babadook in a lot of ways with this. He's a manifestation <laughs> of people's fear. And like the way that they make it feel almost like a horror film in a lot of cases when he's there, how they use the sound design of when he's walking is like oh incredible. Um, the penguin, Colin Farrell, he is giving it everything he's got in this <laughs> movie. And like, I'm not upset by it. I like the New Jersey penguin that, that can waddle out onto the street. At one party says something to, to, to a couple characters and it, it's just fantastic um mm-hmm. i i think that catwoman obviously is incredible in this you will not see better chemistry i'm gonna say it even even when it comes to batman returns i think this chemistry makes more sense and is stronger in a lot of cases than mm-hmm. in that whether she's like as strong as like the michelle pfeiffer catwoman that they're pretty i don't know it's pretty equal right now because i've just so heightened with this movie 
Uh, Paul Dano's great. Can we talk about any of the, of the, cause there are like casted characters that are on IMDb that wouldn't necessarily be spoiling anything like John Turturro, for instance, that I would like to give a shout out to his character was great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised with Alfred's character, not necessarily in um, how Andy Serkis played Alfred, Alfred, but maybe the way that they used his character in it. Um, it was very reminiscent of another film, but I don't want to get into too much with that. But I think that their relationship is very interesting because it's not necessarily like enabling, but more like standing in horror, like watching someone make tons of mistakes. Or like He's like, what do I do? I'm not even, I don't even know what I am to you at this point. Um, I, I loved every part of uh, of all of these characters. I don't think there's really anybody that's not trying to hit like their highest notes as far as acting. They all they all seem to be into it. And this was during COVID, like when COVID oh, yeah. was like, pre vaccine COVID, so like mm-hmm. terrifying COVID, you know. <laughs> terrifying COVID. Um, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. It's just everyone. I don't think I have. I don't think I had a problem with anyone in the movie as far as even even Penguin. I feel I I fear I was going to have like. You know, a couple of moments where I'm like, eh, I don't know about Penguin, but like, you know, Penguin was all was so much fun. Um, he 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 kind of comes off as a comic relief a little bit, you know, in the movie, kind of like a kind of like a just to calm things down, you know. Uh, it was very funny the way they was using him and, and whatnot, and um, just the scene, it just was like Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. That's yeah, just, that's what he reminds. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and like yeah. this, the scene that we all seen of the of you know the upside down car and stuff like that, like all of that is just so great. And uh, Colin Farrell was just really really good here uh, and stuff. But uh, Leo, what about you? Like um, characters from the movie who stood out to you? Uh, gonna be hard to follow because man, Patrick basically called out everybody who was just excellent. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think everybody was cast so well, but I mean, a couple of standouts besides Robert himself, who was excellent as a Batman. I mean, very well said, Patrick. He just embodied fear and vengeance, and really just the the sound mixing that went with that was incredible. But I mean, for me, Catwoman and Jeffrey Wright as uh, Gordon was great. I mean, his d- dynamic with Batman is one that I don't think we've seen live action. Like we haven't seen that strong before. We haven't seen them work that closely before. And just, just the dynamic that the two of them had was where I want things to go with any other Batman movie. Like you need this kind of partnership that is always represented so well in the comics, but you might get like a couple of strong scenes here in the other Batman movies, but here they are just walking together almost throughout the whole movie and figuring out these the mysteries together. I really like Jeffrey Wright, but man, Zoe Kravitz, she was excellent as Catwoman. I mean, look, I love Michelle Pfeiffer's performance as well, and I think I'm at right. about neck and neck with them too, but man, she just, she's got the look, she's got the swagger, she's got it all, man. She had such good chemistry with Robert on screen, and she just had these very surprising moments that obviously can't spoil, but she has some moments where I was, I was a little shocked. She, she took me back a little, but mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed her character. A hundred percent. I I I agree. There were like I really really enjoyed um, Zoe Kravitz here. Just as soon as she comes on screen, her presence is just always so dynamic and stuff. Especially um, with Bruce Wayne and stuff like that too. So a hundred percent. I agree. Uh, Josie, uh, anyone kind of what what like some some moments from the film that kind of stood out from you without like major spoilers? I guess you know characters, anything like that as well. I agree with everything absolutely said. So I want to also give a shout out to Gil Perez Abraham, who was mm-hmm. the other detective that was along in the case. The I really liked how his character added to the context of how we should see Batman in the scenario because he was one of the first ones that was like, he's a vigilante. And their dynamic changed throughout the film. So it was very interesting to see that because usually... At least in my experience, I'm not, I'm a convert into the Batman world now because of mm-hmm. this film because I grew up with them, but I didn't like, I'm again, I'm a Marvel person. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was my first time being able to see like that kind of interaction as well as how Robert's yeah. Batman would interact with the police force as well. And also it was a nice contrast between um, the corrupt officers and then the ones that were trying to actually help which also emphasizes a lot of the aspects of criticizing politics and 
corruption in general in this film and relating it to like real life, which mm-hmm. I think is what benefits this film, how it does feel current. And I think it could help it um, in terms of not to get into awards talk, but I think that could add a layer to keeping it relevant for a while because a lot of people are worried that since it's releasing in March, then maybe it'll die down. But I'm like, eh, it has legs. It has legs. I hope it does too, especially for like um, adapted screenplay and all that. I um honestly, uh, one hour in, and I was like, I need this screenplay. I'm really like, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Everything, just <laughs> everything. I just want to read it. I want to know how everything was on the page and how it came to be because it just weaves in so smoothly. And I know the runtime is a lot, but listen, mm-hmm. I am a self-described ninety-minute gal, and I could have watched five hours of this, no problem. Listen, I when I was watching it, it honestly when it was done, to for me, it like when I was sitting there, seven o'clock p.m. It was done probably like around like nine forty forty five to like nine fifty. If you would ask me right there, I would probably say like, oh, this is like two hours, like twenty minutes, you know. But it, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was damn near three hours. Just shy of three hours, I believe. I think without credits, it's like just it's like you know two hours and fifty. But um, I actually stayed through the credits a little bit, just kind of collecting my thoughts. And I was gonna jump on Twitter, but then I said fuck embargoed, um, and stuff. So I I sat there with some thoughts. I saw some people take notes. I I couldn't really take notes down because I was just so embedded into the story and just the uh the the the, the characters and the action. The action was so good here, um, as well too. Um, I wanted to get into oh Griffin, how about you? Any 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 anything about any 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 anything stand out for you, uh, character wise, moment wise, scenes wise? What you think? Yeah. Um. Well, going back to that screenplay thing, I found myself I I was taking notes throughout just because like I I, I like that sort of just like reminder of things and whatnot. It was really hard to because I kind of yeah, lost yeah. myself <laughs> in the movie, but like the thing I kept finding myself jotting down was the dialogue. I was yes, absolutely yes. riveted by this script. It, it, it It's such a throwback while being like contemporary. And I think um, like, especially in that, and this isn't really a spoiler because it happens in like the first 10 minutes of the film, but like the opening monologue, like mm-hmm. paired with Giacchino's score paired with like Matt Reeves, putting you into the, the shoes of like, the this the the city's criminals and everything like that it, it's just like you, you feel like you're you like you've been transported to like gotham. I, yeah like gotham or something like that mm-hmm. like just this this hard-boiled like just like voiceover this guy who's just like so bitter and angry and like angsty i mean like this is like emo bruce wayne to the max like he hasn't even you know he doesn't even know what he's like mad about necessarily he's just like mad and it's just like directionless rage being taken out on uh anyone who gets in his way and i think that's just a really interesting way to start your film and like that's kind of like the obstacle he has to overcome um the other thing i want to touch on is like thematically yeah i i think this film is like beautifully topical especially with like how it addresses uh law law enforcement reform Mm -hmm. and like just city corruption there was like so much going on there that i i mean we were kind of like told that it was going to be topical but i i didn't expect a lot of this uh especially the the whole um idea surrounding um you know the symbol of batman and like the perversion of that symbol when we get later on into the film and how like Bruce kind of has to grapple with that. Like, that's just like, that's fucking incredible. Like I want to see that tackled in the film about Batman. Like, right. Like that's just, I don't know. And it also just made me think, Oh, you know, maybe Matt Reeves could do a Punisher movie because that's a really interesting theme that I think would go well with like a, with like a Punisher film, but that's a, a someone's you know, got to do a Punisher movie. It's yeah, about that time. Right. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys hit a lot of it on, on the head, the, the, a lot of the stuff that I like, but yeah, the, the script is, is great. Oh, I agree. I, I want to, I want to read it. Like I said, Josie brought up as far as like, you know, reading the script. And I really want to read it as well too. Cause um, one of the scripts that I read all the time, ironically enough is the dark Knight. I read that script all mm. the time. It's so good. Um, but this, this, I, uh, I really like the aspect. I really, okay. So when they were getting this movie together, 
And they brought up the, uh, you know, they want a younger Bruce. I was like, oh, Warner Brothers, what you, what you doing? You know, um, when they, when they were, they were, they were talking about what they wanted for the movie. They were talking about what the ideas that they wanted to do. Um, this was like way before they had somebody in mind to do it. Um, but I really liked. I think they, I think they said two years. It was two. He's two years in as Batman, and you really feel that. Um, there's a lot of stuff that he fucks up, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that he. He kind of gets his aspie is definitely very reminiscent of the Daredevil series. Um, you know, he, he he's he's not he's not perfect. Like when you when you bring up, I know Pete, I know it's a very divisive movie and stuff, oddly to say. But when you bring up like Batman versus Superman, um, and you bring up that Batman as far as like how advanced he is and how good at his craft he is, it's a complete opposite with this movie. He's just not, he's not he's not the Batman just yet, but he's growing to be uh, the Batman. And like, you know, in this movie, you see his first flight, um, which is like, I didn't, when you, you don't really, in the trailers, you don't realize it's his first flight, but the movie kind of sets up that this, this is like his first glide around the city. Um, and he just does it. You know what I mean? He's, he's afraid to do it, you know, when he gets on that ledge and stuff, but it's so, it's such, it's such a good scene when he just jumps and and does it. Um, that was all really good. So I really liked the year two aspect of the, of the movie. Um, especially with like Catwoman as well. Like, you know, you can tell it's like, it's like the early stages of Catwoman's kind of vigilante isms and stuff. So I just thought all that stuff was really, really good. Um, I wanted to get into any kind of, issues that anybody had with the movie i have one but it's not it's not it's not it's not too crazy but i'll start with you leo anything that you didn't like about them uh i won't dive too deep because i think it's spoiler territory i don't okay. like how the trailers uh advertise this movie if you will i mm -hmm. think that mm, they kind of did give some stuff away that i would have actually to learn in the movie and see in the context and in context, it was still incredibly enjoyable, but it's a little bit uh, kind of chopping the legs there by throwing it in the trailer and making and making such a big deal of it in trailers. I will say it ran a little long for me. I think, I think there are a couple of moments where I was checking the watch a bit, wondering when it would end, but it would suddenly ramp back up and get hook me right back in. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't quite a lull that killed the movie or anything, but there were just a couple of moments where I was checking my watch a bit. I do wish that uh, Alfred had more of a role here. I think that there mm -hmm. weren't enough opportunities to go into his relationship with Bruce at this point in Batman. But honestly, I don't have too many other gripes other than that. Okay. Um, Patrick, how about you? Any, 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 anything that you wasn't really a big fan of from the movie? Oh, the whole thing. No, I think I'm, <laughs> Can you I think I'm a little with Leo with this. Um, not necessarily that I was like checking my watch or anything. Cause I, I think just, if you're a Batman fan, you're, you, you don't care. It's like, just give me all of it. There's a point at the movie where it ends, but then it goes on for about a half hour longer. And, and I think there, if there's some ability to, to maybe edit, uh, the ending a little differently maybe the pacing would feel a little bit better at that point but it just kind of it goes one way uh, with with a certain uh, angle with the film and then it diverts the other way which to me I, I wasn't too concerned about but i do know that that's going to be something that might make people like leo say check their watch and, and wonder kind of okay where we go like the false ending can sometimes make a film feel longer than it should uh i don't think that there was a lot like you were saying with the with Alfred's character as much as I had hoped there would be um and there was there was something that happened at the end of the film that we can't really give away but I didn't think it was necessary and and honestly if there's any if there's anything that people will complain about I think it might be something like that but mm -hmm. we'll have to get into that another time all right and uh Josie anything for you yeah I think for me I love this movie. It's my favorite of 2022 so far. Same. And the only thing I'll pick at is definitely the runtime. Mm -hmm. Mostly because I, at the end, I did not mind it, but I do know that that could be a deal breaker for a lot of people. So I think that's its biggest flaw. Either way, I got the story. It runs well. But there was one moment, I think it's between Act 1 and 2, 
that it did get slow for me that I did check my watch, but I never did again because eventually, like, it, it plays with you. The pacing plays with you. So, eh, that's the only thing I can really comment on. Okay. So, okay. So, so run. So, I'm, I'm sensing like the runtime is like the theme. And I kind of going into it, I was like, I was like, okay, you know, uh, it's, it's like, it's different when you have like a big, when you have like a big kind of, event event movie sort of like a an, an end game where there's a thousand things going on and a cajillion characters the runtime is a little bit more warranted for a movie like that but then when you're kind of in like a sub subdued kind of crime thriller then when it's that long even if it's a great film it can it can feel kind of long um griffin how about you anything that you didn't like yeah, I mean, obviously we can echo the the runtime and stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not me saying that it's a poorly paced film because I actually think it's an incredibly well paced film, an incredibly well edited film. Uh, yeah, I because I I didn't once feel like this was a three hour movie, not in the slightest. Which I guess that's that's sort of the upside. Like that is sort of the selling point for anyone that's concerned about. Oh, I'm gonna walk into a three hour movie. I, at least for me, I didn't feel like I was sitting there. I was like fully invested, immersed mm-hmm. in the world. Like it's it's very um, moody and atmospheric, and I think that helps like the time go by faster. On top of the fact that it's just like this great mystery with a lot of rich characters and and whatnot, um, it it almost feels like a, a condensed version. Not, not this is gonna sound like it's like things are rushed and whatnot but it almost feels like a condensed version of like a, a batman like limited series you know because there's like all these characters all these mm. threads and stuff going on and i don't know maybe that would be a great way to tell this story but i also think that matt reeves told this story in a very um successful way as well i, I think the only thing i'll say is like it has to do with just sort of like the resolution it's sort of like the movie concludes and then it just kind of like Keeps keeps going on like there's this big emotional release after like the story sort of concludes and um yeah I I don't know I I wish that they would have been they would have kind of like arrived to the conclusion at the same time uh it, it's like it, and especially because it's like they're, they're they're balancing two villains in a sense one villain is sort of there to you know, set things into motion, obviously. And the other villain is, is someone who's been there for a while. And so, um, I think they're both great and they both service the story well. And I think, um, it, it, it's very typical of noir to just sort of like have these big things happen at one point in time, but like, Oh, the case isn't over yet. Like this is great, but we still have to solve the mystery in the end. We still have to get to the bottom of things, even though like this massive reveals just happened. And so, that sort of just felt like you know a, a classic noir trope there, but um, yeah, it, it did sort of feel like the movie had maybe uh, a few endings going on a little bit, which again, it, not really a huge issue for me, but I think it did ultimately impact the way I felt when the movie um, ended. Uh, you know, not every movie can be like the ending of The Dark Knight. Not every movie can be the ending of like Batman Begins or or whatnot. Like, like Christopher Nolan has like a signature ending that is just so effective at just like giving you a, a freaking high when you leave the movie. It's it's oh, I so satisfying. I and so like I, I think because and especially for me, I love those three movies so much. They're some of my favorite movies of all time. I didn't like the movie didn't reach that high for me. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think I left and I was just sitting there and I was like, yeah, that was a really great movie. Um, and it wasn't until like a little bit after that I started really like thinking about it and going like, oh, wow, shit, there's like so much in, in here to dissect. And so, I mean, that, that might be the thing. It's like, it's so dense. It's so long that it doesn't really hit you until a little after the fact, but I, I guess that kind of speaks to its, um, staying power. But the the other thing I will say is there's a there, there's a little and, and I think uh, you know you guys were kind of alluding to this earlier there, there's mm-hmm. a there's an interaction towards the end of this film uh, that yeah for sure is is gonna you know spark conversation and and stuff uh, for me it, it really played into the comic bookiness of the film but it felt like it was ripped right out of like the '60s Adam West TV show and like placed in this movie and it's not like necessarily like like you know from a visual standpoint but just the way that these two characters were like going back and forth and interacting it just was very. 
um, campy, not in a bad way, but it was just, I, I don't know. And, and like, no, I, I can agree. It. I can agree with that. Yeah. It was like, I, I liked it, but it was bit. also just like a little, it was like, whoa, okay. A uh, little bit of a tonal thing going on here, but, uh, all right, sure. Let's go with it. Um, but yeah, no, that's, I mean, those are really just my major complaints with it. It's a, still a great film. Right. Um, for me, I think it, it was nothing that any of you guys said, so I feel like I'm going to get some some flack here, but here goes. Uh, okay, so there's there's a thing when you when you're playing the character of Batman, you got to get two things down, and it's uh, it's Bruce Wayne and it's the Batman. Um, and I, although I really liked Robert Pattinson, I wasn't a fan of the Bruce Wayne aspect of it. Um, it just felt. I don't know. There was something missing for me as far as like the Bruce Wayne of of it all. Uh, not even not even the whole thing of like of Bruce Wayne being like a playboy and and like very cocky and full of himself. Um, not even that aspect. Because I was I wasn't going into this movie expecting him to be that. Um, but I think uh, yeah, I just think his Bruce Wayne was very something was missing for for me but then as soon as he got into the batman suit and he and he was the batman uh all that stuff went out the window for me uh because he's he was he was a really really good batman um but i think you know i think a lot of a lot of actors when they when they play this character um they get down you know the bruce wayne element of it you know the bruce wayne element before the batman um, and I think somebody that did, did, did it really well, really, really well, was Christian Bale. Uh, and then Ben Affleck, you really, you kind of rarely saw him as Bruce Wayne, really. Uh, but I, but you know, I like the idea of his Bruce Wayne as a grizzled, old, annoyed kind of Bruce Wayne um, who's just like tired of this shit. And in this movie, he's just very. I don't know. It was something because um, he's not it, trying to be Bruce Wayne. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something. Something. It was just missing. It was something was missing when he Leave was like, "Leave my he, emo he, child alone." He, <laughs> Hannah had the same, Hannah had the same reaction when I when I spoke to her about the movie before our show on Friday. Oh my god, Hannah got all my ass. Like, oh no, that's what they wanted to do. I'm like, Hannah, I get it. I get She's it. An I emo get child. it. Child that wears sunglasses inside his own home. He doesn't oh. want to be Bruce Wayne. He's an addict. He's addicted to being vengeance. Listen, the detective stuff. The detective stuff was really good, as far as like some of that stuff was was ripped straight out of the Arkham games too. As far as like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as far as the technology and whatnot, like that stuff was like really, really cool. But listen, I'm dying this hill, man. Like the Bruce Wayne stuff was a little eh to me. Um, I think though, if they're gonna, if anybody like a mainstream audience is gonna complain about something, it might be that this is more of a noir film. They might yeah. be like, "Where's all yeah, the action yeah. stuff?" Oh yeah, it's like, definitely like, a detective. Yeah. But it's a detective thriller, and nobody's really seen that if they've not read the comics. So yeah. it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they prefer. They're going back to the roots of the character. Yeah, yeah, I, make, yeah, I make up stuff, too. I was really happy to see him actually put on the eye makeup, too. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm doing that every day now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, for real, like, it's just such a – it's, like, such – it's something that we, like – always sort of assume that Batman does, but we like, we never see it. Right. Like that's just, it's cool to see him just smear it on his face and just, like, yeah, that's what it. I mean. Yeah. I yeah, like that. Yeah. I like seeing that. I was just like excited to see it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. He, he, yeah. It's not like a, you know how, cause some movies and even like TV, they're like, it's like, he don't worry about the black makeup. It's just a part, you know, they never address it kind of thing. It's yeah. kind of just like, don't even just don't think about it and stuff. And they want to take off the helmet. He doesn't have the eye makeup. Like what, what just happened? It just vanished. But in this one, he's like, he's smearing it on his face. And I really like that. And he takes it off and it's all a disaster and stuff. And um, yeah, I, I liked the, the, the look of like just the world too. And I think this is the best. This is my favorite Gotham. Uh, something about the Nolan films is that Gotham felt like a place as far as like in the U.S. in the Nolan films. And in this movie, there's parts where Gotham can look like New York or like there's literally Gotham Square Garden, you know. But like to the core, it felt like a an actual Gotham City um, that I was watching. So I really like that. And Gotham's nasty, you know. And I liked when I see that on 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 screen and stuff. So. Yeah, let's get into some final thoughts on the movie. We've went on long enough, so I'll go around, get everyone's kind of final thoughts on the Batman. 
Leo, where are you right now? The Batman. Final Man, I'm sitting at a heavy 9.25 out of 10. <laughs> Look, can't quite give it a 9.5, but I'm not going to go anything under a 9.25. I thought it was fantastic. And look, the Batmobile scene. That's all I'm going to say was absolutely excellent. But man, there's just so much good about this. And you know, it kind of, it blended a lot of different Batman stories together, I think. And I think it did that very uh effectively i felt like it had a little bit of zero year had a little a lot of year one a little mm -hmm. bit of long halloween so i just love that it gives us that detective thriller batman that i've been searching for throughout most of the batman live action movies really really well shot the cinematography's amazing characters and cast flawless man i loved it nine and nine point two five out of ten all right, let's go to you, Patrick. Final thoughts on Ooh, the Batman. That's some gush gush. That's what I think. <laughs> I think I think it was. <laughs> it's so good, man. I've been waiting for years for this movie. I've been waiting for I don't know how long for a detective Batman to actually get into that, and it really hit every level for me. Yes, there's stuff that could be you know tweaked a little bit. No, it's, this isn't the Dark Knight level. It hasn't hit that yet, but it's just starting. It doesn't have to hit that. It's just got to be its own thing, and that's what it was. It had character, it has energy, and it's got a uniqueness that if you watch any of the other Batman films and then check this one out, you're still going to feel that you're you're in a whole new world in some cases. So I agree with you. I'm not giving you a 925, probably like an 8.5 right now, and um, we'll see where it goes the further. I, I got to watch this thing again. Three hours is a lot of movie. Yeah, I agree. It was it's it's one of those somebody did ask me, do you like it more than a dark knight? And I, it's just way too soon, man. You need some you need some time for it to be in the pot a little bit. You know, you gotta let it marinate. People are so soon to compare. Just yeah, you just gotta let it, it marinate it at its level, you know. You gotta that the Dark Knight came out in two thousand eight. You know, like you you need it needs some time. It needs an, a few more watches in the theater. I want a couple more watches at home before I'm like, if I'm there or there yet. It's exactly what I prefer. Can't you see that, you son of a bitch? <laughs> um, all right, let's go to you. Uh, let's go to you, Josie. Final thoughts on the Batman. Uh, it gets a 9 out of 10 from me. Favorite movie of 2022 so far. And I love The Dark Knight, but I enjoyed this more. Oh, I like uh -oh. that. I like them's, it. Them's, yeah. a, them's a fighting words. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, let's go to you, Griffin. Final thoughts on the Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. It's like the noir detective Batman film that uh, I've also wanted for <laughs> a very, very long time that we really have only ever gotten in like Batman the Animated Series. So it was great to see that uh, sort of uh, come over into the live action realm. Like finally, like general audiences can see Batman as the world's greatest detective, which is like, you know, the, his, his thing. And so, um, and they, they don't shy away from that. They, they really go full, full tilt into like this, this broody, uh, noir crime thriller. And, uh, I, I love that. I think Matt Reeves is the star of the show here for as much as Pattinson's good. Zoe Kravitz is good. Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright. It's Matt Reeves who just, well, and Michael Giacchino, really, because that score is mm -hmm. unfucking believable. But like Matt Reeves brings this whole thing together with such a such a singular and uh, distinct vision, um, both from you know just like the writing down to like the 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 look, the feel, the vibe. Like it's just it's such a well crafted film, and I think if nothing else, uh, that's you know the 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 biggest. Uh, I guess feather in the, in the cap of this film. I, I just, I loved being in this world, uh, going on, going along this, um, you know, winding journey of a, of a story. I love the, uh, the, the political commentary, the themes. Um, and it, yeah, I, I think the the biggest thing I can say for this film is like, I am so excited to see where they go from here because the, the possibilities are quite literally endless. Like I, I think that this film ends in a place where it's like they they can do so much in this playground that uh, Matt Reeves has established. And um, yeah, no, I, I'm big, big fan. Uh, I guess if I had to give it a rating, um, my initial rating honestly was like an eight, eight and a half walking out of the theater. And then I think the more I sat with it, it it's it's kind of gone up to like a nine. So I think I'm going to I'm going to stick with a nine for right now. 
Alrighty, um, and for me, I guess I uh, I love this movie, and I'm so happy to get to say that coming out of it. I can't wait to rewatch it and then rewatch it again. Um, it's just one of those once in a lifetime kind of experiences that I really really enjoyed. They don't make they don't make them like these no more as far as CBM movies. Um, it's right up there with my favorite comic book movies of all time as well. As far as like a, I can put it. I don't know if it's top five just yet. Cause I gotta go back and look at my list, but it's definitely at least in my top ten favorite comic book movies of all time. Definitely my favorite movie of the year so far. It's still very early, but um, it's just—it's definitely one of my favorite comic books of the last at least maybe like three years. Um, I think the last time I felt this this high on a comic book movie was probably like Into the Spider Verse and stuff. So um, this was just such a good time, such a good movie. There's so many there's so many things to kind of celebrate as far as like just the style of it and the look of it and the cinematography and the action set pieces and the stunt work is also really good. Uh, VFX is used in a way that we don't really get them in comic book movies anymore. Um, costume design is really strong here as well, too. Just so many things that I can just celebrate when it comes to the movie. Um, you know, a, a, like a, a, you know, a villain that you can really kind of, you can really kind of sink your teeth in as far as like the motives and just all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, it was just such a good time. Uh, Batman is back in full force. I can't wait to see what other things, cause they, there's a lot of little hints of other characters in this movie. Um, not like full blown, like Spider-Man homecoming type of shit, but like straight up, like there's like a few kind of little hints that if you're a big comic book Batman fan, you're going to know right away. Like I squealed at like three things in here. I was like, Oh, that means this and stuff. So I, I just want to see this world and, you know, this universe developed. Um, I don't want it to bleed in at all to the DCEU. I just kind of want it to be its own thing. Uh, we have a couple of projects coming from it. So I can't wait. I can't wait for, for everything coming after the movie as far as shows and sequels. So I'm just super excited. I absolutely loved it. And I think that's it, everyone. That is our review for the Batman spoiler review will come this weekend. So stay stay tuned for that. And I uh, hope you guys all enjoy the movie. I'll go around the call, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Patrick. Let everyone know they can follow you. Ooh, follow me on patrickpatyreviews.com. And if you if you like watching TV, I don't know if anybody does that anymore. I'm on ABC4. You can check that out on abc4.com and uh, check out my movie reviews. All right. And Leo. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on again, Dwayne. It's such a great occasion to be talking to Batman with these wonderful people. Y'all, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and chat, uh, type in Geekly Goods. That's me. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the channel, guys. We're talking all things geek and a lot of Batman this week, so come on through. And any other social media platform, you can find me at Leo Rydell GG. All right, and uh, Josie. You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd, and you can follow Film Posers at Film Posers basically everywhere. All right, and lastly, Griffin. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Griff Schiller, and you can check out the FilmSpeak YouTube channel. Uh, also going to be having Batman content uh, this week, Monday. We're dropping a video on uh, why filmmakers love telling stories about Batman, and then also our video on the uh, on the Batman later on in the week. That's a great kind of topic. That's so true, right? Anytime yeah. somebody's like, hey, who do you want to do with Bat Batman? You know, so... Um, Excited for that. Um, all right. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys all for joining us. Hope you guys all enjoy the movie. We'll talk to you guys soon.